sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars. As if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. This is the Topanga Moon podcast, and this is the holiday episode. I'm so happy to be back and really excited about what I'm bringing to this podcast in the new year, and I can't wait for you all to hear some of the interviews I have lined up um, and ideas I have going forward with the podcast. I'm really excited about the evolution, the, you know, constant transformation that this space is having and bringing more people into this community all over the world. It's been such an honor and, and such a beautiful part of what I create and what I put out there in terms of my creativity so how is everyone doing i know that this is well we're you know two days away from from christmas so we're in the holiday season we just had the solstice we just had the big um saturn jupiter conjunction winter solstice two days ago and it was a really beautiful time i felt And I'm not sure if anyone else has kind of felt this energetic wise, but I felt so much, um, I was just like very tired. I guess that's the only way to explain it. And this was after the actual solstice. And it reminded me of a time that I also kind of felt this like, you know, extreme exhaustion. And it wasn't due to any kind of like, sickness or anything like that it was when I was in New Mexico and I arrived at this cabin that I wanted to stay at for so long and I was going to be working on um my I had a like a script project that I was working on that I was excited to write there and it's called the writer's cabin and it was in Taos in uh, New Mexico in this beautiful village in this gorgeous cabin up kind of in the mountains Um, just the most beautiful scenery and the coolest like cabin that had that kind of like adobe style feel and I just wanted to sleep the whole time and I remember um talking to Elise about this and it was all about this idea of integration so integrating the energies I was going through so many portals experiencing so many things traveling through Arizona and New Mexico at this point and I think my body just wanted to integrate all of these energetics so I just could not 
get out of bed. I needed to be sleeping. And that's kind of what this felt like after the big solstice. It was like this, you know, energy is coming to to our planet and everything happening in the cosmos. It just made my body want to sleep. Or it was just, you know, change of seasons that made me tired. But I always like to see it in a kind of like a cosmic perspective. So yeah, I'm I'm so curious to see how everyone's solstice ha- was was for them. And if you did any ceremonies, I did a cacao ceremony and it was the first time I had cacao and I did a photo shoot and I share all that on the blog. So you can kind of see some photos from that. And it was just like such a beautiful, simple, um, quick celebration out in nature, in the park. Beautifully uh, decorated candles, cacao. And it was such a mild winter day that we were able to just sit outside and drink the cacao. And and that could also be a reason why my body in that expansive moment felt like it needed to replenish. So... I spent the last couple days sleeping, (laughs) essentially. But how's everyone doing? Um, This is the holiday season. We've made it to the end of this wild, transformative year. It's been such a roller coaster and really was an example of, like, the unknown. Like anything everything changed in such dramatic ways that we could not anticipate and just showed you know our humanity and this pivotal moment and all of the transformations that were happening things that needed to be come to the surface 2020 all about 2020 vision allowing all the truths to come through and there's also this kind of energy of illusion kind of dancing around as well um many people are kind of you know not so sure where to get their information this idea of information and spreading information and what's the truth and all of those things it's been quite the quite the year for all of that and I wanted to share some insights and some things that I learned through this year some beautiful moments that have happened to me um, just some harder moments that have happened and then I also want to get into some of the holiday traditions that are celebrated all over the world because you know, this is a podcast that is about ritual and creating ritual and, and bringing ritual into your everyday life, using sacred ritual to bring more beauty and connection to the divine and the cosmos. So I thought it would be really fun to share some really interesting, very different holiday rituals that I've never heard of before and that take place you know, in different parts of the world and how people celebrate in different ways. But it's all so beautiful and it's all so magical and so interesting where some of these traditions have come from and evolved and expanded over the years and a combination of old traditions, pagan traditions, uh, Christian traditions, different religious traditions and how, you know, there's this through line of 
celebration and the connection of community and one another and being together and celebrating with each other. Um, So I thought it'd be really fun to share some of the ones that I thought were really fun and interesting and that I would love to check out, you know. Um, So yeah, let's just get into this holiday episode. I hope you all have a fun drink and you can settle in maybe you have a fireplace going um some candles lit and just i'm just gonna fix something with my mic okay i was using um something on the mic to make my voice sound more smooth but it was kind of distracting me and getting in the way (laughs) so Um, Yeah, so I'm going to share some of the things that I've learned throughout the year. I hope it's been, if anything, with this wild year that we've all experienced in our own ways and hopefully with our own stories, we've come out of it with our own lessons, our own truths and what feels right for us and anchoring more into our own sovereign lives and knowing our divine nature and more of that connection to the divine through the unknown through you know trusting and being present in the moment and knowing that things change all the time and that it's all beautiful and it's all part of our journey and a big lesson that I've learned this year one of the main ones that I can you know remember is that Um, beauty and pain can exist at the same time and I went through something you know really traumatic with my family in the summertime and at the same time one of the most beautiful things was happening to me you know I met my my partner and it was such a interesting experience to go through something where I and I did speak a little bit about this on a, another podcast episode. I think it was with uh, Ines. Yeah. And I was talking about how that moment really allowed me to be in the present. It almost like forced me into the present because so much was happening at the same time in my life. And I was also working on um, a film and... I just needed to be in the present and I needed to get through the next moment and, and, you know, and it was such a beautiful example that I had to go through and I had to experience fully to find the gratitude in that and to know that there could be, you know, hard things or my experience or perception of hard things at the same time as the most beautiful, amazing, incredible things. So going through those wave of emotions at the same time. And I think that is, it's probably um, similar for other people that have gone through this year of experiencing super high highs and low lows at the same time and knowing that it's all divine and it's all gonna be okay and also in that moment I 
just remembered my connection to divinity and knowing that even in those hardships and those hard times I can call I could call on my ancestors and ask for guidance and help and it came through and it was such a beautiful example to me that we are so loved and taken care of you know on the other side and that there is are a guidance system and team always wanting to help us and all we have to do is ask and that's just as simple as like asking for assistance and help so that was one of the things that I that I learned (laughs) this year and just knowing my strength and resilience through that time and knowing that I was even in like the hardest moments I was always taken care of and always loved and getting through on the other side and feeling the immense gratitude because going through that allowed me to get to uh, where I am now and the experience I've had I've had with my partner and just those beautiful incredible moments that I've had that I cherish so much because of everything and I know I'm not going into details about any of this but for me in terms of what I share on this podcast and the stories that I love to share and connect with you all I want to make sure that it comes from my lens and my perspective and I never want to tell somebody else's story so I'm very cautious about um explaining my perception and my experiences without having to share other people's stories because they might not be ready to share their stories and it's just a an honoring of storytelling and an honoring of your own stories and what um and making sure that the other people that are in your life or you know it's all through this appreciation and knowing that we all have our own divine stories and it's within us if we feel um, compelled to share them so I'll always be sharing with my perspective so that was a beautiful lesson and just a beautiful time I, I think back really fondly on the time summertime was a wild ride I had the best time working with my own you know true divine gifts it was just a reminder of like yes I'm supposed to be working in film um, creating costumes for you know one of my best friends feature films was such an honor and blessing at the time and experience that I'll always remember and I'll always feel so much gratitude towards and just like a reminder that we're all given you know unique beautiful gifts and to never give up on them and to always strive to create them and that they will come when it's the divine timing of them so that kind of goes into my the other big lesson that I learned from this year because I had I remember the beginning of last year and I was in uh, Nevada and California for New Year's and I remember this feeling of 
having to go there and wanting to book the trip and you can actually listen to the episode um on that it's like a desert camper van it's called desert camper van lessons from a desert camper van and you can hear more about that trip and the beautiful time and I'm so grateful that because that was the last time I actually was able to travel and I had all these ideas of like oh this is gonna be the year where I like travel and do all these like incredible things and create films and like I had these like grand ideas and then obviously everything shifted when the world shifted because of the pandemic and I remember yeah just like feeling like oh yeah this is the year I'm gonna like accomplish all of these like you know dreams I had in in my life and it was it would start with going to a place that held such a profound um just a profound feeling for me and a place where I feel like I effortlessly flow and manifest um which is Joshua Tree in the desert Uh, you know my love of the desert and my connection to that area and feeling so at home there and knowing that every time I go there everything just like falls into place and feels so good and watching the sunsets and oh I had just the most beautiful experience on New Year's around a campfire in the canyon like or sorry not the canyon in the Joshua Tree National Park in our camper van like just doing exactly what I love with friends and it was such a potent way and I was like yes this is this is exactly how I'm gonna start the year and this is what the rest of the year is gonna be like and you know then everything shifted but from that and from this year I've learned how this because we see so so much like instant on online and in social media and and from other people and it can be so easy to compare your lives to what seems like instant success or instant manifestation or instant um, abundance and we think oh my gosh I'm doing it wrong because it's not coming to me in an instant way but what I learned at least for me and and it could be different for so many other people and your own stories and and ways of living but it's more about the like it's a longer journey and it's cultivating your life so that you know I'd rather take my time and have a long career and a long journey and a lot of experiences than that kind of instant um, experience that kind of fades immediately and I think that we with you know social media and all of the things that we see on a daily basis it feels like everything is instant but what we what I learned this year is really about this sacred pause and that things take time I mean uh, we go through seasons and plants that grow take time and like ancient trees that have grown for thousands of years and just the magic and beauty and that it is the long journey and it does not have to happen instantly and to be excited about the journey and to feel just so much joy through the journey and 
another thing that I learned if you're into human design that generators take a long time like they're they're in it to be masters and to master the craft over a long period of time so just a reminder for anyone out there that feels like this year really kind of prevented you from moving forward or maybe you have to start over again or maybe you've gone through a lot of hardships that we're still in it and we're in the long journey and that there's so much more time to create beauty and that this year was a time of reflection and accepting the unknown and finding just the beautiful moments like still there were so many beautiful things that happened to me and like I said me connecting with uh, my partner and that was a long journey for me like it it took a really long time and it was truly in the moment of surrender and not planned not thought out and you know definitely did not think it was going to happen during a pandemic but to know that um that was a really long journey that that came from many other relationships and um just many years of of solo exploration and learning how to love myself and love being on my own and you know all the lessons that you go through but it was a long one and it was something that I've wanted to create for so long and it was when I surrendered and it's funny because my word at the beginning of the year was surrender I like to pick a word for the year and boy was that word accurate (laughs) for this year the year of surrender surrendering to everything that was happening good bad beautiful painful and just finding the the beauty and the surrender and it was through the surrender that I was able to like clear my space and clear the moment for that to come through so know that we're all on this journey and all of our journeys look different and your journey is so uniquely yours and that you are meant to be here at this time that we're all meant to be here at this time with our own unique gifts and things that we came here to share and that it doesn't have to happen right away but to never give up and to keep um, to keep going because you'll never know when when something just clicks and you have that space and that moment of surrender to allow it to come through so this is just a reminder for you going into this next year and especially through this holiday season and a lot of you know feelings can come up and especially in this time when there's more isolation to find the the beauty and just know that there's so much more time for us to create the magic that we're looking to create and to never stop and to never give up so it's a long journey and another aspect and thing that I've learned about myself this year through everything that was going is and I want to share that with you is kind of this shadowy aspect that I'm learning to let go of. And it goes along with this idea of like, you know, 
the long journey is I have this aspect of me that wants to be seen in a big way. And that's hard for me to say. I don't, I've never, um, it's weird. It's like, I want to be seen and known and just be acknowledged and like have a big following but it's like hard for me to say that and hard to understand why and I have the kind of this like shame around it um but I'm trying to transform those feelings and acknowledge that it's okay and where does this stem from where is this seed of wanting to just be seen come from and know that it's okay and um, I'm trying to transform those feelings and not need it because when I am in that cycle of like needing to be seen, it's like my creativity goes through that lens of will this land, you know, will this be big? Will this make a huge impact? And instead going into this new year, this like devotion to creating from my soul so creating from a place that doesn't need a certain outcome for me to feel the joy of the creation that's the space I want to be in that's the energy that I want to bring into this new year of how can I create and how can I um, go towards my goals without not without needing a certain outcome to feel joy and happiness and success to just create from my soul's offerings and my divine gifts and create in the way that I want to create and not comparing myself to other people and other creators and trying to be like other people and just really show up as uniquely myself even if that doesn't mean I will ever have you know a lot of eyes on me or a big following and you know I could always stay in this in this space of whoever needs to hear these messages or whoever needs to see this creation even if it's one person and let that be let that be the joyous moment and let that be the beautiful transaction um so I really want to shift all of that because the whole needing to be seen and needing to be known and needing a certain outcome wasn't letting myself like I wasn't feeling good It it was kind of this constricted energy instead of this expansive energy that I want to go into and really showing up as myself and I think it comes from many years of just like not feeling accepted as as I am or Uh, cool enough or good enough and all everything always goes back to self-worth but just showing up as I am and letting that be enough for me and finding joy in the creation process as opposed to the outcome so that's something that I just wanted to share something that was really coming up a lot in this year and it was probably because you know we're online more and we're kind of more isolated and can kind of go through our own healing journeys and and learn more about ourselves but yeah so um what else all right so another big thing that I have really 
tried to foster this year and want to continue moving into the next year and especially during the holidays is conscious thoughts and words and using language to script your life so how do we use our thoughts our words our language to create um this beautiful life around us and just really being intentional with your words i know it's one of the one of the four agreements if you've read that incredible book then you know um what is it so the four agreements it is one of the four agreements um it's oh yes be impeccable with your word and i think that words are so powerful and being someone who's a writer and um, I mean, I'm a double Gemini. Communication is what I came here to do and share. But I want to be really impeccable with my words and choose words that are empowering, that are expansive, that make me feel good and choose thoughts and visions and hold visions for myself and speak of my life in a way that um, holds beauty and expansion. And I, instead of the fear, instead of falling into the fear paradigms and the fear storylines that can be shared um, and really looking at my own truth what is my story you know what feels good for me and using that to be an example and to just show up in the world with just a beautiful vibration of conscious words and conscious thoughts and I think it's such a cool and amazing um, thing that we can access in an easy way and just like noticing our thoughts and noticing and allowing them to be divine and allowing language to script out our life and be a compass for where we want to go so that's another intention I have going into the new year and things that I've noticed from this year is how can we switch our language or at least acknowledge our language and how we speak to ourselves and conscious thought and conscious words are such a so powerful and I've always believed that words hold vibrations so how can we allow our words to go along with the the life that we want to create Oh, the river of change. <laughs> um, there's this beautiful, I think it's Joni Mitchell song. I wish I had a river I could skate away on the Christmas song. And just knowing that we're change is the only constant. And when we can find beauty in the unknown and be okay with the unknown, that's really the place where we can create so much magic. Joe Dispenza talks about this. My fave, Dr. Joe Dispenza, creating from the fields, being in the present moment, being in love with your future self, and yeah, going along with this river of change. So that's a big theme for me as well. So just like I chose a word for last year, this word came up for me to this year. Um, and it's interesting and different at first I thought I was going to choose the word confident because I want to move into my life and move into spaces with more confidence and confidence in myself with self-love and self-assurance and, and just confidence in what I'm here to do and here to create 
and just to step more confidently into this unknown, into these rivers of change. So, but instead I landed on this word or these words, and this goes into this ritual that I have for you for the holidays and it's wildest dreams. I want to create my wildest dreams and I want to at least even entertain the idea of wildest dreams. So many times we think that we aren't even allowed to think of like, what is that, that crazy dream that you've always felt in your heart and your soul? And to get really honest with yourself and quiet with yourself and allow those dreams to come from a place not from the ego once again not coming from this place of needing the validation and the acknowledgement and all of those things but coming from a place of a truly from your soul like what does your soul want to create and it could be wild and scary and and let that be okay and let that be something that you're striving for so i really want to go into this year because like why not like go in towards my wild dreams create my wildest dreams whatever that may be at least start to talk about them and embrace them and start to embody them and that goes along with with the idea of confidence but moving into the idea that wild dreams can still be created even with all the stories that are being shared with us um this kind of like fear ideologies that have been perpetuated this year and I think it's good to acknowledge what's happening in the world and have a firm grasp on being grounded and what is really going on but at the same time you know more of us showing up with this idea of going for our wildest dreams creating it and it can be the simplest thing but whatever that means for you. So I wanted to go into this little ritual before I start to talk about some of the really fun, incredible holiday rituals that uh, are happening all over the world. And I would love to hear some of the rituals that you are creating this holiday season. You can email me, message me at any time. But this is my ritual for you for this holiday. So light tons of candles. This whole thing is all about light, bringing in that light. Um, Make the dreamiest space that you can. Maybe you have a fireplace. Maybe you are by the beach. If you are lucky, you're living somewhere by the beach. (laughs) Wherever it may be, in the darkness, just light tons and tons of candles in a safe way. And just bring that magic to the moment. So when you're in this space this holiday season bring in incense bring in um wear something really beautiful that you love play incredible music just create the most just like wild incredible space that you can with whatever you have on hand and this is going to be your space where you're going to start to embody your wild dreams and the dreams that you want to create so i want you to just Write down while you're in this space that you've created a list of some of your wildest dreams. And maybe this is just your first time even acknowledging them to yourself. And that is okay and that's beautiful. Because I really do believe that we came here to do really incredible things on this planet. And to connect more with nature and to 
be lit up and be so excited about life and create this heaven on earth so that goes along with your wild dreams let yourself just have a full dreamy night where you're by yourself and you can write down whatever comes to you from your soul and let it be just the wildest dreams that you can imagine and just let this be a night where you celebrate that and you you acknowledge that if you can think it then you can dream it and you can experience it it is for you and you have all the tools in you that you can create your your wild dreams um but don't get you know stuck in the house and the you know and the in the fear just allow yourself to relish in the expansiveness and the beauty of creating your wild dreams so yeah i think that that pretty much covers the the lessons that i've learned um some other ones are just really fueling my body with um I've been letting myself sleep if I really want to sleep and just fueling my body with good foods and um, positive intentions and just like bringing more love and beauty into my space and knowing what's going on around me but not letting that dictate how I show up in the world and how I create my experiences and creating my own story. So what is my actual truth? What is my real story? All right, so let's get into some really fun rituals around the holidays, for the holidays, for Christmas that are happening in other parts of the world that I thought were really unique and beautiful and interesting and cosmic. And yeah, just it's really cool to see how there's so many different traditions and, and rituals that are celebrated and that this really is a time of celebration. And I know it's a, it may be a hard time for for some people, um, but just know that we can create, even if it's like the smallest little moment of beauty and celebration for ourselves and that we deserve that and that we are... Um, We are all worthy of feeling good during these times. All right, so in Sweden, the Yule Goat. Have you heard of the Yule Goat? I have never heard of the Yule Goat. (laughs) So every year in Sweden, a town celebrates the start of the Christmas season by putting up a giant straw statue of a goat. Then they wait. Um, And... Usually, I guess there's this has happened over the past for like 35 of the years that this has been going on. Uh, it gets burnt down because I guess it's made out of straw. But every year they still put up this Yule goat in the town, regardless of the fact that it may be burned down before the new year. <laughs> the Yule goat was supposed to help deliver presents, so sometimes Santa Claus would ride a goat instead of his sleigh. In fact, small goats made of straw are still one of the most popular Christmas decorations in Sweden. And in 1966, um, in this town, they wanted to celebrate Christmas in in a fun way. So that's why they created this giant straw goat. So yeah, um, it still continues on and most of the time it gets burned down, but they still do it. (laughs) I thought that was really 
really amazing and really cool tradition. Norway. Perhaps one of the most unorthodox Christmas Eve traditions can be found in Norway when people hide their brooms. (laughs) So this is obviously an older tradition. It dates back centuries to when people believed that witches and evil spirits came out on Christmas Eve looking for brooms to ride on. To this day, many people still hide their brooms in the safest place in the house to stop them from being stolen. Venezuela. Okay, so this is probably my favorite tradition that I read about and that I discovered by doing this research. Um, This just seems so much fun and I would love to (laughs) partake in this tradition. So in Venezuela, okay. So do you love Christmas but think it could be improved by some rollerblading? Yes, I said rollerblading. So if you visit Caracas, Venezuela, every Christmas Eve, the city's residents head to church in the early morning on roller skates. So you have all these people on roller skates (laughs) heading to the Christmas Eve mass. So this unique tradition is so popular that roads across the city are closed down to cars so that people can skate safely to church. <laughs> I love it. Just a whole crew of people roller skating to church. It's just the best thing ever. It's so fun. All right, so Colombia. Um, Little Candles Day. I'm going to try to say this properly. Dia de las Huetas marks the start of the Christmas season across Colombia. In honor of the Virgin Mary and the Immaculate Conception, people place candles and paper lanterns in their windows, balconies, and front yards. The tradition of candles has grown, and now entire towns and cities across the country are lit up with elaborate displays. Some of the best are found in Quimbaya, where neighborhoods compete to see who can create the most impressive arrangement. So just think of all these, like, on Little Candles Day, towns filled with candles just everywhere lighting up like all the different city streets and houses and just candles everywhere. I mean, that's such a dream for me. I just love the feeling of candles and creating candles and it's just such a beautiful way to bring light to this time of year. All right, Iceland. In the 13 days leading up to Christmas, 13 uh, tricksy troll-like characters come to play in Iceland. So they're called the Yule Lads. So they visit the children across the country over the 13 nights leading up to Christmas. For each night of Yuletide, children place their best shoes by the window and a different Yule Lad visits leaving gifts for the nice girls and boys and rotting potatoes for the naughty ones clad in traditional icelandic costumes all of these yule lads are pretty mischievous it's really funny yule lads <laughs> okay so russia christmas tide there it's this whole i mean there's so much that happens in russia during this this season so 
it's hailed as the most unholy time of year. Sviatki, as the Russians call it, runs from the Orthodox Christmas Eve on the 7th of January to the Epiphany on the 19th of January. This is a pagan tradition involves feasting, Russian Christmas music, fortune-telling, theater, local pranks, and diving into the country's freezing lakes and rivers. There's just a whole, uh, you know, tradition of different antics during the holiday season in Russia during Christmas tide. All right, the Czech Republic. I think we have some listeners <laughs> from there. In the Czech Republic, the big celebration is on Christmas Eve, where a traditional feast, including fried carp, is served. Many families will buy the fish live in the weeks leading up to Christmas and keep it as sort of a pet in the bathtub until it's time to feast. Does this still happen? I'm so curious. However, nowadays, many families will release the carp into the river on Christmas Eve rather than eat it. Um, there are also various fortune-telling superstitions associated with this holiday. It's so different. Okay, so of course, I need to talk about, and this is the last one I'm going to be sharing, Croatia, because, you know, my family's from Croatia, so we have some Croatian traditions um, very similar to the Catholic tradition. Uh, traditions because most of the country is catholic but there are some interesting croatian traditions that have happened in the past and some things that i'll share about my own family traditions so it's traditional to have an advent wreath made of straw or evergreen twigs which has four candles the wreath symbolizes endlessness and the four candles symbolize different parts of history and life the first candle, which is purple, is creation and hope. The second candle, purple, embodiment and peace. The third candle, pink, redemption and joy. And the fourth candle, purple, ending and love. The fifth candle is sometimes added in the center, which is lit on Christmas Day. In rural parts of the country, it is still customary to bring straw into the house on Christmas Eve as a symbol of future good crops. A Yule log called Badnyak, also the word for Christmas Eve, was traditionally brought into the house and lit on Christmas Eve. So some of our Christmas traditions in our Croatian family is we would always go to midnight mass and growing up I would have to sing um, traditional Croatian Christmas carols and play an instrument called the tambura which is our traditional instrument and dress up in the uh in noshne which is our costumes or traditional costumes from croatia and i would always sing at midnight mass when i was little um what else do we do sometimes we give oh yes and after the mass everyone would go into the hall that was right beside the church and there would just be just like tables full of alcohol <laughs> so everyone just goes there afterwards to drink and to take shots of rakia and drink wine and the priests would just be drinking with everybody and taking shots um a lot of drinking happens <laughs> in our in our tradition so those are some of the things that we do 
Um, and for us, we always, uh, we tend to do presents after we come back from midnight mass and Christmas Eve, we're always eating fish. I mean, I don't eat fish because I'm vegan, but those are some of the things that we do to celebrate our Christmas. So I hope you have a beautiful holiday and I would love to hear some of your traditions if you are in another part of the world. What are some of the holiday traditions that you have? Maybe your own family traditions, your personal traditions or rituals that you do during this season. I hope you have a really beautiful holiday and new year i'll be back next week on the podcast to do kind of a roundup i think i'm gonna just share some clips from my favorite interviews of the year and the lessons that i've learned from other people on the podcast next week and some incredible interviews happening in the new year but wishing you the most beautiful incredible and loving holiday season however you celebrate and if you don't celebrate as well too that you have a special time you can always reach out to me email me message me tell me your traditions um, share anything that you're going through let's connect let's keep each other uplifted and hopeful for this holiday season and going into this new year this new year is going to be um I feel like a continuation from from last year, but in a way of just uh, accelerated expansion and truth and this amazing age of Aquarius that we're entering into. And I think that we're all being called to bring our unique gifts to the world and to the planet, whatever they are. So do your holiday ritual of finding your wildest dreams. Create your own special word for the next year. And let's all help each other and motivate each other to stay in our truth and continue on our path and create a beautiful, incredible year for ourselves despite anything happening and to keep going and to not stop and to not give up on our dreams. So I hope you have a beautiful holiday, however you celebrate, honoring all the ways that you celebrate, sending you all the love and moon blessings from me. Have a beautiful day.